9 o'clock on Monday, the 25th day of October 2010. The Arizona Emergency Net Maricopa is now in session. This is KE7HF Net Control. My name is Dennis. Before I proceed, is there any emergency or priority traffic for the net? Every Monday night, the Arizona Emergency Net Maricopa meets for training and exercise in the public service communication arts. Someone has to be ready. This net is dedicated to addressing that challenge. The Arizona Emergency Net Maricopa also activates during threats or emergencies affecting Maricopa County. So when trouble strikes in Maricopa County, tune here. This net is an activity, not a separate organization. Go join the public service organization of your choice and come here to learn and hone your skills and exercise your equipment. All are welcome here, and we don't recruit people from their chosen organizations. The only requirements are a radio, a license to use it on the net, and an interest in using both for the benefit of others. We expect to make mistakes and learn from them. Old grumps and sorry attitudes don't belong here. This frequency is hereby a can-do how-to zone. This is KE7EGF Net Control. The Arizona Emergency Net Maricopa meets on the Mount Ord figures 147.92 minus offset and the Shaw Butte figures 147.24 plus offset linked repeaters. Both repeaters require a 162.2 hertz tone. Use the repeater. Thanks to the guys, the good guys, of the Arizona Repeater Association for authorizing us to use these repeaters. Any stations that can't reach either of these repeaters should try transmitting simplex on the output frequency of the repeater you can hear best. Wait for the repeater to stop transmitting before you transmit. Any stations that hear stations that net control cannot hear should notify me with the word relay. In the event that both these repeaters fail, we'll use simplex on the Shaw Butte frequency 147.24 simplex. This is KE7EGF net control. I need a volunteer for alternate net control. Alternate net control copies check-ins with me and keeps notes, informs me when I double with someone, and is available for special assignments. Alternate net control will assume net leadership if I cannot continue. Last week, a station volunteered to help me tonight. K7WWM, are you on frequency and ready to serve as alternate net control this evening? Thanks, Bill, and your audio is a little bit low. Uh, assume tactical of alternate net control. Also confirm that you received my email and can open the attachment. Uh, affirmative. I did receive your email and I have opened the lock. All right. Thanks, Bill. Tonight's topic is FRS radios. Most of us, if not all of us, have at least one, and some families have an armful of them. If you missed the net announcement, grab one of your charts. Oh, sorry guys, this is going to be tough tonight, I can tell. If you missed the net announcements posted earlier in the week, grab one of your charged FRS radios and have it handy during the net. Now that I turn my tongue over again, 
I'm going to start with check-ins and I'll do it in the following areas. City of Phoenix, West Valley, East Valley, and then stations outside of Maricopa County. Pick which other, whichever group matches your location the best. Tonight, let's do check-ins in groups of four to see if we can move the check-ins in along. So first, stations in City of Phoenix. Come with your call sign now. Info. Go ahead, Info. Dennis, be advised, the link up on Mount Ord is having troubles. Uh, your signal is leaving Shaw Butte clean on the link, but is being received about 50% or worse. So you're probably going to want to have Bill take check-ins on board as well. I'm straddling both repeaters. WB4ZKA. Thanks, Mike. Alternate net control, uh, did you copy that traffic? Yeah, it's going to be a few minutes when you get switched over. Okay, be prepared to take this when we get there. All right, so first I'm ready to take the city of Phoenix, and I'll take them in groups of four. Come with your call sign now. AAA. Kilo 5 Delta Alpha Romeo. November 7, Papa Sierra Whiskey. Alpha Yankee Uniform. Hey, I acknowledge KA7AAA, K5DAR, N7PSW, and W7AYU. And uh, thanks, I was worried everybody was trying to answer on their FRS radios. Next four, City of Phoenix. Kilo Foxtrot 7, Charlie, Charlie, Charlie. Acknowledge KF7CCC. Last call. Any other stations? City of Phoenix. Come now. Kilo Foxtrot 7, Mike India X ray. Okay, acknowledge KF7MIX. This is the last call. If you're in City of Phoenix and want to check in now, come with your call sign. Okay, let's move on to the West Valley. Stations in the West Valley, check in. Groups of four. Come to your call sign now. Alpha Echo 7, Golf Lima. Kilo Foxtrot 7, Foxtrot Alpha Lima. Kilo Echo 7, Echo Uniform Lima. Okay, acknowledge AE7GL, KF7FAL, and KE7EUL. Any other stations in the West Valley?
Okay, next we're going to take check-ins from the East Valley, and I'm going to turn it over to Alternate Net Control since he's using Mount Org, and we appear to uh, be having a little issue with uh, the link up to order. So, uh, Alternate Control, go ahead and uh, take check-ins in the East Valley. Using Org, uh, K7 Whiskey, Whiskey Mike is Alternate Net Control. We're checking, uh, taking check-ins on the East Valley, uh, because I'm a little slower than Dennis, I'm going to do groups of three. Anybody in the East Valley, come on now and groups of three call signs only, please. Kilo Foxtrot 7, Hotel Whiskey Foxtrot. Kilo Echo 7, Lima Papa Golf. Double. Echo 7, Lima Papa Golf. Uh, with the two doubles, uh, start, uh, start to try your again, please. Kilo 7, Echo Julia Sierra. Ed. Kilo Echo 7, Victor India November. Kilo Echo 7, Victor India November. I did catch most of the other ones at Kilo 7. Also, I did not catch the rest of your call sign. Come back again, please. Kilo 7, Echo, Juliet, Sierra, Ed. Station, are you using Mount Org or are you using uh, Shaw Butte? Shaw Butte. If he's too broken for me to copy him, can you copy the call sign? Affirmative billet, Kilo 7, Echo, Juliet, Sierra. For the log, uh, you broke up also. Uh, we are having definite problems with uh, Mount Order again this evening. Very good, Bill. I copied to just go ahead with the check ins and I'll uh, catch you up on it later. KE70, Jeff. So I think I'll do is I'll just check, take the check ins on Mount Org and let you take the shot view ones. Uh, so anybody on East Valley that is using Mount Org, come down in groups of three.
Stand back over net control and back to shop you. If uh, nothing else, go ahead and give your call sign. Thanks, sir. Uh, handle on that. We're here in uh, Mount Ord traffic fine, but uh, apparently we're having trouble the other way. Okay, any stations in the East Valley using Shaw Butte 147.24? Come now, I'll take groups of four. Whiskey, Bravo, 4, Zulu, Kilo, Alpha. much faster than that, guys. I acknowledge WB4ZKA, N7NMD, Dan, your signal is really noisy. You might try to change your location. And KF7HWF, any other stations in the East Valley using Shawview? Come now with your call sign. Kilo 5, Mike, Julia, Sierra. MJS, I acknowledge you. All right, last call. East Valley stations using Shabu. Come now. This is KE70GF, net control. The air's emergency net Maricopa. Okay, now stations outside of Maricopa County. Any stations out there that want to participate tonight, come with your call sign. I thought I heard one, this is Ikeda. Yeah, so I was just going to let you know I'm back on Shawview. K7 Whiskey, Whiskey Mike. Thank you, Bill. Okay, let's uh, go to the top. Let's just do a uh, real quick, uh, collect some information just so we know. When I call you, I want your name, your city, the number of FRS radios you own, and then, of course, close with your call sign. And while you're listening to the net, just kind of keep in mind uh, when you hear people giving their reports, uh, stations that are in the same city as you uh, might be uh, using it here in a little while. So let's first, let's start with uh, alternate control. Uh, K7, Whiskey Whiskey Mike, go ahead with your uh, information. The name is Bill in Santan Valley. Zero, zero FRS, K7, Whiskey Whiskey Mike. Thanks, Bill. Good report. KA7AAA. Good evening. It's Josh, Phoenix, and Zero, but I can receive on my amateur. KA7AAA. Thanks, Josh. How about K5DAR? The name is Daryl. Oh, I have two 900 versions. K5DAR. 
N7PSW. The name is Paul Phoenix 2 N7PSW. Good report, Paul. W7AYU. Mark Phoenix 2 W7AYU. AF7CCC. Andrew Phoenix 0 KF7CCC. KF7MIX. Joe Phoenix 2 KF7MIX. WB WB7ULW. Glenn, Phoenix, 3, WB7ULW. Are there any uh, other stations in the city of Phoenix that haven't checked in yet? I'll take you uh, real quick right now. Come with your call sign. K7EJS, I've got you checked in in the East Valley, so I'll uh, get to you in just a second. All right, picking up, and West Valley we did call, but I'll pick you up here in a minute. You must have been sleeping. AE7G, I'll go ahead with your report. Somebody give me a call. Only if your call sign is AE7GL. Charlie, Glendale, 3... AE7GL. Good report, Charlie. KF7FAL. Dennis Glendale, 2, KF7FAL. KE7EUL. Now it's your turn. KE7EUL. I have two of them. KE Peoria. <laughs> Travis, Peoria, and two. AE7EUL. Thanks, Travis. Okay, any stations in the West Valley that uh, didn't check in before? Come with your call sign now. Whiskey 7, Kilo Michael. Alright, tell that you're the only one. W7KMG, go ahead with your report. Steve, Peoria. Uh, I got several of them. I'm not sure how many. W7KMG. I don't think several fits in the column, but we'll make it work. Okay. Now let's go to um, East Valley. And uh, Bill, can you switch to the East Valley and just pull the first, uh, I think it's the first four stations. Uh, see if you can collect their information and I'll uh, just go ahead and copy it. I switched to the East Valley. I did not catch how many you asked me to check on. K7 Whiskey, Whiskey Link. That would be the first four check-ins on the list. KE7 EGF, net control. KE7 LPG, we'll have you report. Terry, South Tempe, 2, KE7 LPG. K-E-7-F-I-N. 
Info. Info. Bill, I think you're looking for KE7VIN. 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 Go ahead with your report. Kevin Chandler, 3. KE7VIN. might have missed, how many did uh, Joe uh, WHE report, how many FRS radios? Copy 1414, K7, Whiskey, Whiskey, Mike. Okay, there's that arm what I'm talking about. Okay, thanks for that, Bill. This is KE7EGF, net control for the Arizona Emergency Net Maricopa. All right, let me pick it up here, the stations that are on Shabu. K7EJS, go ahead with your report. service events and in disaster services. 
So let's talk about how FRS radios can be used in public service, what good they are, and how they can help, and maybe help some of the people who don't own some give them little pointers on what they need. First, can anyone give me an example of how an FRS radio can be used at a public service event? Come to your call sign. AE7GL. You could place one with the rest stop captain, so if you were not very close by, he could still get a hold of you if he needed something. AE7GL. Relay. Good one, Charlie. Okay, go ahead, relay. Alternate net control is uh, calling you through Ford, but quick draws is taking him out. WB4ZKA. Thank you, Mike. Alternate net control. Thank you, Mike. I want to answer this back to Shaw Butte. Just so you know. And also, I caught uh, that you kind of missed one. I might have missed it myself. N7 and NB. Um, actually, I did collect his uh, report. Thanks, Bill. Okay, let's get back to uh, uh, subject at hand here. Anybody else have any examples of how FRS radios can be used at a public service event? A5DAR. A5DAR. Local communications and a rest stop. You know all parties have to have, have, to have information. K5DAR. Point. And uh, many of you who worked Ragnar, um, especially at the the large exchange points, but a lot of the smaller ones, uh, FRS radios were used heavily there among the amongst the uh, uh, rest out. Oh boy, I'm sorry, guys. Just tongue tangled tonight. They were used heavily among the rest out personnel, but also I know a lot of the hams had their FRS radios, so they could use them to. Uh, um, Communicate. Okay. Anybody else have any thoughts before we move on? WB4ZKA. Go ahead, Mike. I've used FRS successfully in a, a couple of different applications, but they all seem to revolve around rest stop um, or, or similar. Uh, for the MS150, uh, I put one in the supply truck driver's hand and the rest stop captain and in my hand and also I put one in my wife's hand so she doesn't have to listen to uh, ham radio traffic uh, and it for years and years it would kept me from having to run all over the rest stop trying to uh, ask questions pass information and such uh, another application I've used is uh, for one of the diabetes walks down at uh, Oh, down at the western town, south of uh, south of town, Dead Horse. That's not right. Anyway, <laughs> the event director. I needed to liaison with him, and I, he didn't want me just tagging around behind him. So I put the radio on him. The only voice he heard was mine. The only voice I heard off that radio was his, and he was real happy with that. WB4ZKA. Thanks, Mike. You're just trying to make me feel good. It's Wild Horse Pass. 
But uh, no, good point. When you were talking about running around, yes, absolutely. Those who have done uh, shadow to the event coordinators know that that's really a good uh, tool sometimes. Okay, so there's some good examples of, and of course the one we really missed is if you need to communicate with with somebody who's not a ham, who's a non-licensed person, at whatever venue you might be at. It could be a rest stop, it could be a shelter, it could be, um, I don't know, just the place you're working that you're stationed with somebody you need to, need to communicate. Maybe you're on opposite sides of the road. So it has lots of, lots of uh, uses, and it doesn't necessarily have to be a ham that you're communicating with. Okay, so not all FRS radios are made the same. Those of us who went through the purchasing process certainly know that. But there's some features that set the more expensive FRS radios apart from their cheaper counterparts. That's why you find a wide range of prices if you go shopping for them. Who can name one feature you might find on a more expensive FRS radio that you wouldn't find on the cheaper one? 7WHE. KE7WHE. You can uh, find uh, some scramble options. It's usually speech inversion, but it's uh, nice to uh, use if you need to have some privacy uh, with all the people on the same frequency. KE7WHE. Thanks, Joe. Anybody else? Anybody else have any thoughts? KE7EUL. KE7EUL. Depends on what kind you have. The power options. KE7EUL. That's true, and we'll get to talk about power options here in a few minutes. Anybody else have any more thoughts, uh, things you need to look for when you're buying them that might not be on the cheap ones that you might need? 10 lqk good evening, and you're a late check-in. Good evening, we just got out of van. New director wants to keep us till 930. Um, PL tones or that type of, of tone that can you can see can filter out other other people and seven LQK. Thanks, Donna. And just so I can put it in the log, how many uh, FRS radios do you guys have? Four. And Dennis is here too, although he's not feeling really well. And seven LQK. Hey, thanks. All right. Anybody else have any suggestions? KC0NNT. Oh, late show check-ins. That's fine. I'll take you. KC0NNT. Go ahead, Randy. Thank you. Uh, external uh, earpiece uh, uh, jacks and or mics. KC0NNT. And I have two. Okay, good. Yep. Yeah. Speaker mics, headphones, jacks. Uh, and uh, just a couple of you know, rechargeable batteries. Batteries. I think most of them come with them, but not all of them. All right. Which of the features might be especially useful, or can be especially annoying or dangerous during public service communications, or especially emergency communications? Put your thinking caps on because it kind of just got mentioned. W7KMG. W7KMG. 
some of the upper end ones have the uh, NOAA weather channels in them also. W7KMG. Oh, okay. I'll go back and put that on the list. I forgot that I knew that was... Okay, let's see. Uh, AE7GL, go ahead. The headphones could be used for uh, private conversations if you needed to pass some information that you didn't want out as general knowledge. AE7GL. Thanks for that. And um, N7LQK. I'm answering the question about what can be dangerous. Um, some of them have box. N7LQK. <laughs> I wasn't even going there, but yeah, and some people know about that even on ham radio. So, Okay, any other thoughts? What might be something that could be very detrimental in emergency or... Uh, Emergency communication situation or public service communication? Nobody comes up with the answer, I'll give it to you this time. AE7VIN. AE7VIN. Go ahead, Kevin. Well, a feature that a lot of people seem to like, but I find to be uh, detrimental in, in public service, is uh, the tone feature that was mentioned. Um, because other people could be talking and you can't hear them. They're not set the same. Anyway, I just think that the tone is a, the tone is a bad idea for uh, the simplex FRS radios. I always make sure the tone is turned off. KE7VIN. Thanks, Kevin. That's exactly what I was looking for. Yeah, and you know, all the manufacturers, they use different names. You know, they use uh, uh, privacy codes. Uh, some of them even use scrambling codes, which they're really not. They're just PL tones. And uh, obviously, if they are turned on and somebody doesn't have the same one, you're not going to hear them. So, yeah, if you're in a public service or uh, emergency communication situation, it's definitely best to turn that feature off. This is Jeff Net Control for the Air's Emergency Net Maricopa. Okay. FRS frequencies are in the 460 megahertz band and can be monitored with a ham radio that's designed to receive above the 70 centimeter band. And there's several websites that have the frequencies listed by channel. It pretty much looks like, in just some of the research, that most of the channels are unique. However, if you would get a foreign-made, well, I shouldn't say foreign-made, but a, a radio that's not designed for the U.S., uh, not only can channels be different, but frequencies can be different. But let me make a suggestion, and that's, uh, since Halloween's coming up shortly, as an exercise, you should try out your FRS radios between home and somebody who's going out trick-or-treating. That'll give you a better idea of how far your radios will work. But before you do that, here's a few things you need to think about. Most FRS radios today are marketed... Most FRS radios marketed today are actually FRS and GMRS radios. Can you legally use any of those frequencies on the radio without a license? And if not, which, well, let's start there. Can you use all the radios without a license? Come with your call sign. Hey, K7EJS. Okay, I heard two stations. Let's start with K7EJS. I believe the FRS channels are channels 1 to 7.
Wow, it, your uh, signal's mo pretty rough in there. Uh, let's see if we can hear you before you uh, give us your whole spiel again. Try to find a little better uh, um, spot, and I'll uh, get back with you in just a second. The other station, I didn't copy your call sign. Uh, go ahead. 7WAT. You should be Mr. Uh, FRS expert. Go ahead, Joe. For, uh, through 14, our uh, FRS channels, but you have to, uh, if you're on a GMRS radio, maintain the low power. Uh, otherwise, you'll be uh, out of uh, spectrum. E7VIN. Okay, anything uh, else, Joe? If not, give your call sign. E7WHE. Not to uh, get out of uh, order here. K7EJS, Ed, did you get your uh, find a better signal? How's this, K7EJS? Uh, uh, it's a little noisy, but I sh we should be able to copy you. Go ahead. Okay, just copy on, uh, on what Joe said. Uh, I believe the station, I believe the channel's 14 to 22 on the basic GMRS radios now, or GMRS uh, codes where you have to, where you need a FCC license for. K7EJS. K7, your signal improved as you went along there. K7, or KE7VIN. Okay, um, what, uh, what Ed just said was true 20, 14 through, or 15 through 22 are um, uh, GMRS only. You have to have a GMRS license to use those frequencies. Channels 1 through 7 are shared can't use more than half a watt on them, and some, uh, especially the cheaper GMRS FRS radios, only transmit at one watt or greater on those channels. I've got some like that, so I can't legally use channels one through seven on this rate these radios. And then channels eight through uh, fourteen are FRS only and will not ever transmit over half a watt on any radio you buy. So you kind of have to check your manual and, and see what's going on. KE7VIN. Oh, look at that. It just shows how smart the net is. You guys answered all of the questions collectively. That's great. This is KE7VIN, net control for the Arizona Emergency Net Maricopa. Okay, so, and of course, you know, the, probably the best thing is is to, if you can find FRS-only radios, which I think they're pretty few and far between these days. I know I've had mine a while and haven't looked, but all of mine are combinations, so I always have to remember now I'm going to cause a little confusion. What's the best ch FRS channel to use if you're going to be out there? We kind of covered it, but I'm going to add to the con con confusion because I've done some research. REACT and the National SOS Radio Network recommend FRS Channel 1 as the national emergency calling frequency. Uh, a lot of the certs say to use Channel 1 with the positive part of Code 0. So, the question is, what channels should we use? I'm trying to trip you up here, so let's see if you, everybody has the, the right answer. Come with your call sign. E7VIN. Oh, not fair, Kevin. You've got the answer, but go ahead. You can let somebody else answer, but I, this is my feeling. Um, it, it can depend on your radio, but I generally use just channels 8 through 14, 
it has to do with what I just said is the power on my radio is I can't legally use channels 1 through 7 on my uh, combination uh, radio because it only transmits at 1 watt and that's too high a power to legally use without a GMRS license. So that's what I stick through H14 um, on, on the, all my radios. KE7VIN. And that's exactly the answer. You know, you get into the gray area that if it's an emergency, can we use the other frequencies? Well, yeah, probably, but, you know, why do we want to put ourselves in that place? However, I know there are a few hams that have GMRS licenses, so they can actually go over there. But it's one of those cases where we have a, uh, an amateur radio license, so we're held to a higher standard than uh, John Q. Public. They can go over there and the chances of them uh, having any repercussions are probably much less than we would. Okay, let's do a little exercise. Those of you who have your FRS radios, you brought them to the net to play. Let's take a minute and try this little exercise. I want you to turn your FRS radios to channel 8, which is, of course, a true FRS frequency, so we'll all stay legal. Turn the privacy code to zero, or off, and I want you to transmit your... Yeah, let's transmit your call sign. That's okay. We can do it over there. It's no harm, no foul. Do it a couple times, and then listen. And, and let's give you guys about... I'm not going to give you a lot of time, because hopefully you're grabbing your radios and doing it. Let's give you, like, about 90 seconds. I was going to give you a couple minutes, but let's not do that. And see if you can hear any... If anyone's close enough to you. We've got some stations here in the same city. Let's see if you can hear um, any other stations. Just kind of a fun little test. So turn your FRS, FRS radios on and conduct the test now. This is KE70 Jeff, net control for the Arizona Emergency Net Maricopa. Jeff, net control for the Arizona Emergency Net America, but the net is still in progress. We have a 90 seconds of silence here while the uh, stations with FRS radios are checking there. See if they can copy uh, stations close by. seconds of dead air space is a, seems like a long time, doesn't it? Okay. Now I'm just curious. Did uh, any station hear someone on their FRS radio? If you did, come with your call sign now. 
N7LQK. We're mobile and we have the FRS frequencies tuned into the ham radio. So that's what we were listening on. And we heard somebody, we heard static, but we did hear somebody, but we couldn't pull out who it was. N7LQK. We heard a voice, we couldn't tell who it was. N7LQK. Hey, thanks, Donna. Anybody else? Anybody here or another station? I'm going to take the silences. Probably not, but let's... I'll ask one more time. Okay, actually, I uh, uh, got it. I didn't hear anybody on my FRS radio, but I was also listening on one of my radios this program to uh, FRS Channel 8, my ham radios, and I heard a couple of uh, stations that were staticky, but I couldn't copy them. So... Just an interesting test. We're all pretty spread out, so uh, I didn't think it would be um, successful, but it was worth a try. But it's also a good reason, or a, a good example of why you need to make sure you have those radios uh, uh, charged up. I have to admit that when I pulled mine out of my go bag earlier in the week when I was getting ready for this, I discovered that mine needs to be charged too. Shame on me. All right. So let's move on and cover a few things here real quick. I don't want to run the, the, the net late, but let's just cover some stuff. Especially for those people, we have quite a few who don't own FRS radios. Let's try to uh, give them some direction. Where can you find good, inexpensive FRS radios? Anybody have any good uh, suggestions? Info. Go ahead, Info. Right at the beginning, Dennis, you doubled with Kevin, KE7VIN. This is N7NTMO. Thanks, Dennis. KE7VIN, go ahead. Dennis, you were talking about how your radio needed to be recharged. Um, that's why the radios I buy don't have rechargeable batteries. They just use AAA or AA batteries, and uh, I can just pop some new ones in uh, when these run out. Rechargeables, I found find that FRS radios are more of a hassle than I think they're worth, in my opinion. And uh, as far as where to buy them, almost anywhere. Walmart carries them uh, real cheap, and uh, Best Buy, name a store, you can probably buy uh, FRS radios there. KE7CIN. Good point. You can buy them almost anywhere, and like we said, you need to look at all the different uh, features and, and, and look what they are, because you know, some of us, I'm sure, though we won't admit have bought some junky radios um, in the past. All right, so uh, kind of going along with that, anybody have any suggestions of good brands or maybe brands that, that uh, people buying their first FRS radios would want to stay away from? WB4ZKA. WB4ZKA. Well, I... I have a mixed answer to that. Um, I've been happy with the Motorola brand. Uh, that's all that I've, I've purchased. But I recently did an experiment of the of the four or five different I think five different models that I have. Um, I found that that from one model to the next did not communicate necessarily very well. Uh, I'm, I'm looking at one of the talkabouts in my hand right now. 
when you listen, when you use this radio to talk to another uh, FRS radio, you find that the audio is very hot. But if you talk from another radio to this one in my hand, you find that it's almost deaf as a post. So apparently they compensated for for the weak receiver by making the audio hot. Um, so. A, a, a Motorola radio is not a Motorola radio is not a Motorola radio. And I can't believe I actually successfully just said that. WB4ZKA. <laughs> okay, Mike. This is Gacy 70 Jeff Net Control for the Arizona Emergency Net Maricopa. And I'm just curious, I had a thought since we have somebody out there who has an arm loader radio. Uh, Joe, KE7WAT, I'm just kind of curious. Do you have one particular brand or do you have a mix? And... And if you have a mix, have you found one that you'll think works better than the others? E7WHE, uh, uh, let me answer uh, one thing about the Motorola RS radios uh, or GMRS radios. Um, each of the radios um, models that they made um, or series, they use different modes of, uh, I think they call it compounding, which is their uh, method of in encoding the uh, audio. and. Um, it varies from series to series. And um, I only own Motorola radios because, of course, uh, having worked for Motorola, I could buy them at the insider price, KE7WG. Oh, now we understand why you have that many radios. Okay, that's a good point. And, and I think, uh, and I know there are probably some other people, and I think most people I've seen have uh, Motorola's. I know my three um, are all Motorola. So, all right. Are there any, I already did that, and I think we've talked about some of my notes here about volume and stuff because obviously some of them are, the, the audio is real hot, other ones, the, uh, the uh, volume on the radio just stinks, you can't hear them if you hold them up to your radio. I actually work a lot of uh, track meets, and uh, lots of people have FRS radios, and it's really kind of funny to listen to some of them, and I, I chuckle because I probably have much, I'm much more tuned to listening to noisy signals and some of those people it's just a riot because of the quality of the radios. And let's just, uh, Kevin kind of touched on something, that's battery life. Um, it, and in fact, Kevin, good point, I just always leave my uh, uh, rechargeable battery packs in mine, but mine will take double A's as well. I know not all of them do that, but that's definitely a feature that I need to add that back into the notes that we need to uh, look at. Um, but you need to look at uh, battery life. Um, some of the radios will only run three or four hours on, on AA, three double A's. Some will last longer. Of course, there's lots of variables, how much you talk on them, how high you have the volume, which is a good reason for an earpiece. And quite frankly, one of those cheap cell phone earpieces a lot of times will work in a lot of the radios, so that's a, a good thing that you might look at having. And I heard a station there coming in on uh, Mount Ord, but you were, uh, I think the quick, you got you. Try it again. Uh, KF7DYL, info. KF7DYL, go ahead. There are a couple of other features on the GMRS side that uh, were not mentioned. Uh, some of the radios, such as the Garmin Rhinos, the higher end, uh, have some uh, channels above 22 
that are specifically set up for repeater operation with a 5 megawatt or megahertz uh, offset and uh, you can get a repeater license and uh, extend the range considerably beyond GMRS. Thanks for that. I did, didn't know that, and I'm just looking through. I don't think we've got you checked into the net. Uh, so why don't you go ahead and give me your name and city and uh, how many FRS radios you have. Three, East Mesa, at least two. All right, and the quick you got you, give me your name again. It was Gary, KF7DYL. Thanks, Gary. Appreciate that. Yeah, see, we learn something every time we uh, have this net and talk about FRS radio. Okay, so I've kind of picked on uh, Joe for uh, all the radios he has, but how many FRS radios should a, a good communicator have on hand? Uh, let, let's discuss this a little bit. Come to your call sign. AE7GL. AE7GL. I would say a minimum of one for each person that you plan to have communications with, plus one spare at least in case something breaks. So even if you're just one person, that would be three. One for you, one to give to someone else, and one as a spare. AE7GL. Hey, good part, Eric. Good uh, comment there, Charlie. And, and uh, yeah, I bet a lot of people don't think about the spare radio. KC0NNT, go ahead, Randy. Dennis, you know the answer to that question is you can never have too many radios. I've been telling the wife that for years. KC0NNT. And, and any... Uh, uh, Buddy listening that their wife is in the same room probably just get their eyes rolled at them, but you're right. You can never have too many. <laughs> too many. All right. So, a lot of these uh, FRS radios have quirks, and uh, there's one I've got in uh, mind mostly, but what's the biggest quirk that um, anybody buying one or just a user of an FRS radio should have in mind about all of the radios? 67 Alpha Yankee Uniform. Alpha Yankee Uniform, go ahead. find on my brand, I've got a couple Motorola's here, and uh, I find uh, communicating on them, I really have to watch the quick key. You have to uh, key up and then wait for two or three seconds before you start talking, or the other radio just won't pick up your conversation. W7AYU. Okay, you're right, and okay, there's a station just called on Ord, and your audio's a little low. Uh, try it again. 7-W-H-E. Sorry, Joe, go ahead. What you have to watch out for with the Motorola radios is it's a quirk or a feature, is the, what they call quiet tone. Um, not only do they have their uh, radios with the channel, they have a code, they also have quiet tone, which is different from the scramble option, which is another option. Um, if you put that quiet tone on there, you definitely need to watch the quick key because it will not uh, uh, work well. All right, and what you're calling quiet tone is like the PL tone? There's, um, there's the PL tone or the, um, uh, the, there's the quiet tone, which is another feature, and then they also have a scramble option, 
depending on which radios you have, uh, incorporate multiple features. Oh, okay. I didn't know it had that extra one. Okay, thanks for that. And if you don't have anything else, go ahead and give your call sign. Um, one other thing is the uh, annoying feature of the radios is um, if you cannot turn off the Roger tone, that can be very annoying um, even in an HT. So um, that's one thing you want to look for in the instruction book, KE7WHT. You mean this tone? Yeah, it can really be annoying. Uh, okay, and uh, anybody else? Anybody else have any thoughts? I'm looking for one major one that we haven't brought up yet. KF7FAL. The stage, there is double in there, but I heard KF7FAL first. Go ahead. Uh, if you have multiple radios, all of them have the same battery type. They all have the same, or they may not have all the same? Uh, purchase them so that they all have the same, so you don't have to carry multiple uh, different battery types and sizes. KF7FAL. Oh, that's a really good point, Dennis. I, that, there's another note to add for next time. Okay, and who was the other station? KA7VAB. KA7VAB. Go ahead, Dennis. Yeah, some of the radios, I haven't figured out exactly why. I don't know if the IF frequencies correspond, transmit, and receive, and they, they also talk to each other and screw it up, but a, a lot of the older, cheaper FRS radios will not talk to each other successfully at distances less than sometimes as much as 50 feet. So if you put one to your ear and talk in the other one, you get nothing. you, you got to get 50 feet apart before they start working well. <laughs> and I know there's a joke in there, too, but I'm just going to leave it alone. Dennis, how many uh, um, FRS radios do you have? Oh, i got a couple of Motorola talkabouts that I've had for ages. Okay, 7 bab N7NTM. N7NTM. I couldn't be left out now, could I? Um, I'm not entirely sure, Dennis, what the question you started off with was or not, but one advantage, feature, detriment, whatever you want to call it, is that the uh, Motorola's that we have have two different menu levels. One I can set up to where it has less features available for the user, or more features available for the user, depending upon how familiar the user is with the radio. Plus, we can lock the keyboard so it won't change channels. And the 7 NTM. Okay, good input. And actually, the one I was looking for that we went all the way around is that's that not all FRS radios use the same privacy code, PL, tone, whatever you want to call it, setup. Every manufacturer seems to have a different set privacy code one in a Motorola could be different in a Cobra, could be different in a Uniden. So that's really important when you're using multiple types. And, and I, in fact, I, I don't have the list in front of me, but I was reviewing a list from earlier that actually even some of the manufacturers have different privacy codes for different models of radio. So that's something to be really aware of and a good reason why when you're in a, a public service or emergency communication situation, you want to just turn it off. It makes it much Wow, we're at 10 o'clock, and this is KE70GF, Net Control for the Arizona Emergency Net Maricopa. 
And I think we've just about covered all of the uh, points that we needed to do. And, and one point that, that's kind of been brushed over a couple times that we always suggest you do with all of your radios, and your FRS radio should be included, is make sure you carry a copy of the manual with you because, uh, as a couple stations have, have alluded, some of the radios are more complex than others, or you can do things, and if you get it in a mode you don't know, you might need the manual to get it out so it's useful again. So that's really a, a, a good part, good uh, point. All right, does anybody else have anything else to add uh, before I uh, wrap up the topic for the net? 7WH. That was on my list, and I skipped over it. And one thing that's really important to watch with the keyboard lock is in some of the radios, if you turn them off and turn them back on, it defeats the uh, keyboard lock. So you have to go back and relock it. So good for that. All right. Anybody else have anything to add before I wrap it up? W7AYU. W7AYU. I know there's uh, many people out there on the, uh, maybe on this net and on the internet that uh, have tried to extend their, uh, the use of their FRS radios by setting up uh, cross-band repeat or transmit boost through a uh, ham radio. Uh, I'm wondering if anyone knows about that and uh, how legal that is. might have an answer. W7KMG. Uh, it is illegal. Can't do it. It's outside of the uh, service and it specifically prohibits uh, using FRS or GMRF's uh, link to amateur radio. It's in uh, part 95. W7KMG. Steve, yeah, and, and to crossband it, you would have to make your... Uh, ham radio transmit one side of the other and the FRS band which wouldn't be um, which would be prohibited too at least if nothing else for power okay uh, does that answer your, your uh, question yeah for now it does W7AYU okay thanks Mark any other uh, questions or comments about the topic last chance tonight input and I I know looking through I didn't do an actual count but we probably got uh, maybe a third of the people on the net uh, maybe not quite that much that don't have FRS radios but uh, if nothing else we provided them some good uh, uh, information to go buy some and, and it's always good just to jog our memories because quite frankly my uh, FRS radios always ride around in my go bag in a compartment and I sometimes forget they're in there until Oh, I need them. And then I have to go look for them, and I always forget which pocket they're in, but that's not a problem. So, okay. Thanks, everybody, for uh, per uh, great participation tonight in the topic. All right, are there any announcements for the net? If so, call with your call sign now.
K5DAR. K5DAR. Well, there's no news from CERT about anything, so I'll try with you next week on it. Let's see what happens. K5DAR. Gerald, Mr. Pulley, do you have uh, any announcements that you usually do? Well, I'm a little embarrassed because I've uh, been gone last week. Uh, I don't recognize KF7DYL as, uh, as having participated before, so he may be a first-time participant. I'm glad to glad to hear it. And I don't recognize KF7MIX, Joe in Phoenix. But I haven't checked my uh, my notes, which are sort of, sort of falling apart, kind of like my old man memory. WB4ZKX. Oh, Mike, I was leaving it up to you to keep track of. Okay, and if we missed anybody, first-timer, please uh, accept our apologies. Uh, we always appreciate all the new stations. And actually, I have an announcement, and that is, uh, this is my week. Rich did it last week. Uh, the NDMS, the National Disaster Medical System Drill, is coming up December the 9th. And uh, we're about halfway there as far as as many hams as we need. Uh, we're looking for... To, to staff most, if not all, of the hotels, or hotels, wow, hospitals in the valley uh, for the drill. And it's going to be um, more of a real-life drill. You won't just sit there with your radio on display. You will be passing traffic. So it will be a useful drill. And uh, uh, actually, the city is first time doing anything like this with their uh, 800 system, so we're the definite backup in case something goes wrong. So if you want to, well, never mind. Anybody who knows me knows my app code 25, so we'll, we'll not go there. But if you'd like to sign up, go to the uh, MCECG website. And if you're not a member uh, of the MCECG website and would like to participate, please feel free to email me at my call sign, KE7EJF, Kilo Echo 7, Echo Juliet Foxtrot, at ARRL.net. on these repeaters next Monday evening at 9 o'clock, and the topic will be, Mr. Pulley? We've actually touched on this topic briefly uh, when we were talking about uh, sometimes you have traffic that doesn't really need to be going to the general population, uh, not keeping it a secret really, but also not going out of your way to advertise. So the topic next week is a new one. It's handling confidential information. Uh, we'll talk about HIPAA laws and avoiding unnecessary alarm. Um, how to, you know, covering speakers and not discussing some traffic with participants. Um, whom confidential information can be discussed with and under what circumstances. And Rick Schultz, KD7HLQ, is going to be leading us in that charge. WB4ZKA. Thanks, Mike. And uh, let's see, I'd also, I'd like to thank uh, Bill, K7WWM, for uh, acting as my alternate at control tonight. I appreciate your help and support, and uh, especially the help over there on Mount Ord uh, when it's not playing right. All stations. Who would like to experience the alternate neck control chair? I'm asking for a volunteer tonight to help Rick next week. If you'd like to try your hand at alternate neck control next Monday night, call now.
Foxtrot 7, Charlie, Charlie, Charlie. AF7, CCC. Thanks, Andrew. We'll uh, let Rick know that you're going to help him out next week. Expect an email from uh, him, and in any case, have a pen and notepad ready, or else a computer spreadsheet open uh, next week at the beginning of the net. This has been the Arizona Emergency Net Maricopa. You can find a recording archive of this net and other information at www.aen-mar.org. For more information on Arizona Aries, go to www.az-arrl.org slash secure. Go sign up for practical hands-on experience in the public service events with the Maricopa County, Maricopa County Emergency Communications Group at www.mcecg. While you're there, check on the AZ HamServe button on the front page to sign up for the AZ HamServe email group to receive bulletins and notices about the net and other public service topics. Thank you to all net stations for, for, for participating tonight. All stations are free to stand down and secure. Thanks to the Arizona Repeater Association for letting us use these repeaters. And thanks also to the general amateur radio community for cooperating with the net. This is Net Control closing the Arizona Emergency Net Maricopa and returning the frequencies and auto patch to general amateur use. Good night. Remember, it's life, love, people, and then everything else. And happy Halloween. KE7EJF. Good evening. Thank you.